This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to talk to you about everything you need to know about convention panels. So, first off, I've got a bit of a cold, but pretty sure it's not the coronavirus because it's progressing like most of my colds. So, just excuse the <clears throat> coughing and whatever. So, Anyway, convention panels. If you've been following my blog for a while, you probably know I share a lot of notes from panels. So if you've never been to a convention, you might be unfamiliar with panels. If you've only been to like corporate or work conventions, you might look at panels as torturous boredom or at least strictly educational. At their most basic, though, a panel is simply several people sitting at a long table in front of an audience sharing their thoughts on a subject. So typically, these individuals are what's referred to, especially in the D.C. metro area, as SMEs, subject matter experts. And quite often, these panels have one of the panelists acting as a moderator. A good moderator tries to ask the panel questions, make sure everybody on the panel is heard, tries to keep all the debate lively and not personal, uh, accepts questions from the audience, and does their best to help with crowd control. So a typical convention panel, a con panel, is going to be about 45 to 50 minutes, with the first 30 to 40 minutes being the panelists talking amongst themselves about the subject, uh, with the last 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how long-winded the answers are or how much there is to say about the subject, um, being left open for Q&A. Uh, there is a brief introduction at the beginning of all the panelists, so you know who they are and their expertise and stuff, and then a minute or so at the end for closing thoughts and self-promotion. Most panelists usually do have something they want to promote, a workshop, a book. If it's like a cosplay panel, you know, their channel, etc. So <clears throat> now... Panels aren't the only thing that happens at a convention. There are workshops and dances and book readings and performances and concerts and parties and so much more. In fact, before I got involved, so involved in my writing journey, I attended plenty of panels or conventions and like maybe two panels. These days, it's a weird weekend if I attend fewer than 20 panels. I have a problem, I admit it. But never fear, you can be a writer or a fan or whatever without ever attending a convention. Although that is partially why I like to share my notes, so that those who can't or don't attend panels still have access to the little nuggets of information I try to glean from the experts. So, but should you ever attend a convention yourself, I want to set you up for success, so you are seen as an excellent audience member and not someone to avoid. So, here are four things not to do during the Q&A period. Number one, 
So this is more of a statement than a question. Duh, duh, duh. If you attend panels, if you're on panels, you will hear this phrase a lot. Now, I know there are plenty of bright, intelligent people in the audience. I am one of them, clearly. Um, I know that many of you would have made excellent um, panelists uh, themselves, and many are actually on panels on other panels. But unless you are on this particular panel, this is neither the time nor the place to insert your opinion on the subject. Save it for Twitter, save it for Facebook, save it for your friends after the panel. You will not impress the panelists by saying how wrong they are on the subject. You will not impress the audience. You will just get a lot of eye rolls and a lot of people tuning out. Number two, things to avoid during Q&A providing a lot of background for your question. Now, especially in writing panels and gaming panels, audience members will want to provide background for precisely why they're asking this question in the hope of getting a more tailor-made answer. And, you know, just they're just plain excited about their story or their world and everything. And it's fine to give a little context but no more than like 20 seconds. I've listened to audience members who took up to five minutes before they got to the question. Most moderators aren't gonna let you get that far. When you take that long, you are A, taking time away from the panelist's potential answer. I mean, you've only got 10 minutes here, and that's like half of it. Um, and you're preventing other audience members from asking their questions. And sometimes it kind of comes across like you're stealing that time to market your own stuff, which is pretty darn rude. So <clears throat> if you know that you have trouble getting to your question within like 30 seconds, work with a friend in advance to try and rephrase until you can. Most of us know if we tend to be wordy. Um, <laughs> or take it offline. Talk to them after the panel or at their table. Caveat, people at merchandise tables are not your audience. They are trying to sell their own merchandise and it is incredibly rude to scare away potential sales by dominating their attention. When I'm talking to someone at a merchant's table, I will stand to the side to make sure that I'm not in front of their merchandise and if anyone shows interest in buying something, I will step to the side and let them make that potential sale. Because very often people will go through the merch table once and if not come back. And you don't want to be responsible for this person who's giving you their attention to lose out on money. Um, some, some people with tables are hoping to make back the expenses they put out renting that hotel room paying for that table. Making table, especially in like Artist Alley, is, is hard. So you don't want to be the reason someone loses money at a con. <clears throat> but that, that's a complete aside that has nothing to do with this topic. So let's go back to four things to avoid asking. Off-topic questions. <laughs> Maybe I should have 
reminded myself that one. So the panelists are prepared to speak on the subject that is described in the program. The other audience members are there to hear the panelists talk about the subject described in the program. If you have a specific question that is unrelated to the panel and the panel doesn't like wrap up early with no other questions, ask it after the panel. And number four, things not to do during the Q&A period, hog all the Q&A period yourself. Ask like five questions. There are other people. If nobody else is asking questions, it's fine to ask another question, but ask one and let other people have an opportunity. Um, I know you're often paying a lot of money and you're very excited and you really want to get all these answers, but so are the other audience members. And it's not fair to them if you don't let them get a chance to ask a question. So all that said, don't be afraid to ask questions. That's what the Q&A period is for. I have been at panels where everybody had a question and I have been at ones where no one had a question. And that Q&A period was just sitting there in silence. It was, it was awkward. So, so definitely feel free to ask your question. Ask for recommendations. Ask for a panelist to speak more on something they hinted at. For some shameless name dropping here, I once attended a panel with the ever famous George R.R. R. Martin. And once the panel opened to questions, I asked a question addressing what I thought the panel was supposed to be about in the first place. And they had kind of like taken it in a direction I hadn't expected, but totally fit with the program. Um, <clears throat> and Martin actually complimented my question, um, but the moderator was actually the best answer for my question. So, you know, just because you have a question directed at one person doesn't mean that the other panelists aren't going to have better answers. So, um, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, uh, <laughs> assuming the coronavirus permits, I'm actually signed up to be a panelist at three cons. Um, this upcoming spring and summer, and hopefully I'll be as good behind the table with the panelists as I try to be in the audience. Let me know if you like attending panels at conventions. Are there any tips or tricks that I missed? Um, and if you haven't, let me know and maybe I can help alleviate some of your concerns. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye bye